Hello, ladies. The Big Balboski here. And right now, you're listening to the Matt Madness Podcast. They talking all of this madness. Talking all of this madness. Talking all of this madness. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ron Pashery. With me this week are my good friends, Ek2Fly, Eric Trembicki, Preptagon Jr., Josh Prep Igina, and Mr. Wednesday Night Live. We call him Alo. The ladies call him Balo. Aaron Lloyd. A couple things before we get into the show. We have our Hell in a Cell preview. Uh, Subscribe on iTunes. Five-star ratings and reviews. Uh, Apologies for any audio issues. Last week, it was our first go-round. All three of us in separate locations on Skype. And tonight, we have three of us in one location. And then Prep is in another location on Skype. So... If it doesn't sound like the quality you've grown used to, that's the reason why we're still working out the kinks. Um, so, Hell in a Cell. One more thing, Ron. Yes. If you want to hear about how a man single-handedly took down a <laughs> rent center in 86 days, head over to Ron vs. The World, available iTunes, probably on Stitcher. Well, thank you for that. The NWO, the NWO has nothing on that. <laughs> the one man. Maybe one of my favorite episodes thus far. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It actually has gotten a lot of like really great response, which is I funny. was laughing the entire time. Like I literally came into this week knowing like I took that long trip to Long Island on Saturday. I had no AC in my house. I was like didn't have the energy to really put a lot of thought into it. So I was like this Renaissance episode is just a story off the top of my head. This is going to be an easy episode. I didn't think anybody would care and like it's maybe the most positive feedback I've gotten so far. I I spent like 10 minutes <laughs> Typing up a text that I ultimately didn't send to you, <laughs> but I was grasping at straws and I was like, hmm, eight, 82, what was it, 86 days? 86 days. So I'm like, wow, 86 days. You were there, you know, you were growing up your youth in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> your, your favorite. Uh, one of your favorite wrestling personalities, Eric Bischoff, got his start in the business in the 80s. He's got a podcast, 86 Weeks. And I was like, a lot of 80s drawn between you and him, despite all your hate. But I was like, man, this this just doesn't sound right. I'll, I'll just try to put this in the show. Well, I'll tell you what, I would have popped for it. If you put that much effort into associating everything to the 80s, I would have I definitely popped. That's why that. I saved it for here. That text message. Um but thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, Ron, uh, you are a black man. <laughs> so don't don't be on the show saying I'm white anymore. Yeah, you're a black man. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, oh, well, I used to nice, be white. The nicest compliment I've ever gotten, by the way. I, I believe I said that in the text message. It's the sweetest thing anyone's ever said to me. Uh, so I appreciate it. Um, Hell in a Cell, like, did, did anybody else think that this week didn't feel like we were actually leading to a big event? Because I watched both shows, and it just felt like another week. And if you're going to do a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view where you're going to have Hell in a Cell matches, we should feel like we're getting some grudge matches. And the only one that feels like that is AJ and Samoa Joe, which isn't a Hell in a Cell match. So does anybody else, did anybody else feel coming out of Monday and Tuesday like we were heading into a big weekend? No. And I haven't felt that way with anything WWE's done since Mania. 
Right. Alo, did you feel like anything, uh, did you feel like we were heading into a big weekend? No, because I forgot the pay-per-view was even Sunday. <laughs> Before we started recording, I said that I didn't, I didn't get the roll until 10 o'clock, and I was just scrolling <laughs> through YouTube and Instagram to see what was going on. And then Tuesday, I'm looking, I'm like, did I miss anything? Because it looked like <laughs> the same stuff for for three hours, basically. Yeah. And I, I didn't miss anything. And like I said, I didn't think, think I forgot it was a pay-per-view this Sunday. And the whole AJ Joe thing, which is like, kind of like the best thing they're doing, maybe other than Charlotte and Becky, that's only getting, what, five minutes of TV time? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Prep, how about you? Did you get the feeling coming out of Tuesday, like this was a big weekend coming up? What big weekend? My, <laughs> right. my two-year anniversary with my lovely girlfriend, Jen. Yes. <laughs> Happy yes. anniversary. Happy anniversary. That is on a Sunday. Sorry, Eck. <laughs> yeah. So good, 67. Prep, what advice? Don't podcast over your anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> that probably is a smart idea. Yeah, she, she lying and she said go. <laughs> um, so I have a new favorite wrestler. Uh, his name is Super Messiah. He's one of the Connors Cure kids. Uh, I loved that kid wearing the little the belt upside down, so uh-huh. it made the M. He was, I think, the last kid they introduced, or the second to last kid. The Connors Cure thing had me in tears. It was probably my favorite segment of the whole week. <laughs> I, 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 Eric had said something, and I said I wanted to bring it up. We talked about stuff not getting TV time. That was what I wanted to talk about. How long did that take? The actual segment on the yeah. show, it was probably between like the video stuff and the stage. I would guess like somewhere between eight to ten minutes, maybe twelve. Yeah, because that that's that was a long, that was a while. And like I said, nothing happened on Raw. That was a big chunk of something that actually that actually happened on Raw, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I thought the Big Show did a fantastic job. Right, so I got to chime right in on Big Show. All right. Well, first off, I'm not trying to be like this sinister human mm-hmm. here and not give like it, it's great what WWE does for these kids. And every year around WrestleMania and the Hall of Fame, they they do something great with them. Is it only me or was this not really random? I understand they're back in New Orleans <clears throat> where WrestleMania was just at. But, like, to me, it came out of nowhere that they had this segment on Raw. And not that the big show is some, you know, rookie or anything. (laughs) But am I correct? Wasn't the last, besides the Hall of Fame, we haven't seen him on TV since Braun Braun put him away. Yeah, probably. So he comes out in ring gear for that. Like, I almost would have preferred if he would have came out in, like, Slacks and a polo. <laughs> well, in, in the he's, Corbin, he's the he's vest. in he's in ring gear, and, and he's he's doing that. And he did a great job. He like his job going out there and trying to hype that up and trying to sell that segment. He did it. He put his heart into it. But the the crowd wasn't like biting at it. And I'm sure the people in attendance were like. Yeah, this is still going on. And like, why? Like, at least you know around Mania that segment's coming. Like, that just came out of nowhere to me. Well, it's September, and, I, and that's when the, the Connors Cure thing throughout the month of September. That's why they keep plugging. Oh, they're wearing this. The auction, this, the auction. And, that, and everybody. Yeah, yeah and the, the next, logo. the next month you get the Susan, Susan G. Coleman G. stuff. Yeah, you'll get the cringy Dana Warrior segment. <laughs> oh man. I mean, this, I might have had it, I, would, I wouldn't have had an issue with it, but to me, it's like, I enjoyed this more than the entire rest of the show, I think. Yeah, because something actually happened there. And, like, I was like, okay, at least I feel happy for these kids, as opposed to sitting there completely bored out of my mind for the entire rest of it. So um, then, like, another issue I got with it, 
so it's a three-hour show, but if you take the commercials out of it, it's like a two-hour, 20-minute long show. So then you got this segment for 10 minutes, so this three-hour investment of your time, it, if, if you don't care about this segment, it's now two hours and 10 minutes that you're actually getting stuff. But then about 25 minutes of it was video packages of, if not more than 25 minutes, was video packages of past Hell in the Cell matches, of Triple H, of The Undertaker, and of stuff going on on SmackDown. Now, I get it. The pay-per-views, live events are now dual-branded, but SmackDown's going to happen in 24 hours. Save that stuff for then. Yeah, and then they wasted half some of their time promoting Ross. Well, as Ron said, and they're supposed to be battling each other. Well, remember? See, well, what Ron always says, I think he said it last week a couple of times. WWE now is a show about WWE. Yeah, it's just it's just one long commercial. Yeah. WWE. <laughs> yeah, that's all it was. And that's to what Eric's saying about the Hell in a Cell preview, and then you'll see the next night on SmackDown and the whole um, the whole um, Connor Cure thing. That was basically a commercial, mm-hmm. even though it was heart, it was heartwarming. It's still a show about WWE about WWE, right? Um, so, like, getting to some of the actual matches, like, I don't even have a whole lot, really. I feel like to talk about with any of these. Like, so we have Braun and Roman in the Hell in a Cell. So Mick Foley, special guest referee. Like, has anything new happened between Braun and Roman other than Roman put him through the? Uh, He's still not finished the stage or whatever. But yeah, well, he never will be. I don't think. Like, nothing really new happened. It's still the same. Thing, um, I think Braun's heel promos have been really cringeworthy. They were best. What, what do you call him? The pack? What, do you, what did he the, call him? Something I don't even know. <laughs> Prep, how do you feel about Braun's uh, heel promos right now? I don't like any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Me being the world's largest Roman Reigns fan, this isn't working for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not working for me either. I don't think it's working for much of anybody. No, it's cause it's not even about like it's not even about the title anymore. Like one thing I do like is like they like they've embraced the whole shield thing because last year when they tried to bring this back, they all did it. They didn't really embrace it fully. Um, now Rollins and Ambrose they were in their own gear later in the night, but still like the titles weren't. I don't even think you even saw the belt. You saw Roman's the universe title at the end at the end segment, but other than that, it's like it doesn't even feel about the the title. It doesn't. No. And then Foley comes in. It's like, we know you're synonymous with Hell in a Cell, but why? Like, why? Like, it's the 20th anniversary, so you're just going to throw him in there to be a ref? And he hasn't even had any confrontation with either guy. No. Uh, no, yeah, he's nothing to do with any of it, really. I did like his promo. I thought his segment with Elias was actually really good. Um, yeah, but if he comes down, if if he's a reason why something happens in the match, I'm not looking forward to it. Like, do, you, do you think he will, though? I mean, you never know with this company. <laughs> That's true. You never do know. I'm getting um, to the point like Eck where I'm done giving him the benefit of the doubt. So, and I'm going to almost eat all my words right here. Like, I hate that I feel this way. So, I think it's almost like force of habit. Like, I keep reading everywhere that, like, SmackDown's the better show. SmackDown's the better show. But I'm not able to watch SmackDown Live due to my work schedule. So, like, the last thing I'm thinking about on Tuesday nights when I get home is SmackDown. And it's like when everyone's asleep, all right, let me see. I'll skim through it. And if anything seems good, I'll hit play. 
or sometimes I don't even tune in at all. And it's like for, force a habit. Like I, I think more about my childhood watching Raw. It's like okay, cool. So I'll, I'll try to watch Raw. Something good could happen. Yeah. Something good should happen. And I find myself more times than not like mad. Like I can't believe I watch this. But then meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, for some reason, not that they sold this to me, but I'm like. I'm I'm looking forward to the event this weekend. Like I actually think the show will be good. I don't know why. One thing I was like force a habit. One thing I did enjoy was um, Dean Ambrose with the cop. And yeah, he had an Ambrose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did enjoy that for what it was. But other than that, it's not it's not really going anywhere. Brett. Remember remember uh, when I was excited for Ambrose? Yes. Yeah, that's dead. <laughs> it's over anymore. already. They my killed favorite, them already for me. <laughs> my favorite part of all of this, everything they had to do with all these guys, was the horrible police costumes they gave them. <laughs> oh, my God. The ones at the and, beginning. Yeah, and how unconvincing they were as police officers. You could tell. Like uh, I was looking at them at the back segment. I was like, geez. I was like, these guys are just... What town are they in? Because these are some rough indie wrestlers. And then when Triple H looked at them, when he arrived, then he yeah. chuckled. He's like, I ain't giving any of these guys a job in NXT. They should have yeah. got the guys from 2300 Arena. At least they could keep us in check. That's true. They they at least have some credentials of security. Delta security, I think that is. Is that what they are? Uh, Prep should know. I don't. It's not Delta. Jericho said it, and yeah. Cody was saying it, but I don't remember what it was. Didn't one of those guys say to you at the ROH show, you went from the front row to the wall? No, that was my one homie, like oh, okay. one of the security guards for twenty three hundred. Okay. This is like some other a alpha or something stupid. I don't know. Um. I mean, does anybody have any, like, thoughts on either story, Braun and Roman or Seth and Dean and Ziggler and Galloway? Because I I have, like, no, literally nothing else to say I don't either, it. but there's one thing that I didn't bring up last week. When they were talking about how the Shield got arrested and they said the Shield appeared in front of a judge. I would have loved to see that. <laughs> you, you know, the other great thing about that, it was Labor Day. There's no court that would have actually been open <laughs> that day. Ziggler <laughs> so appear in front of a judge. Ziggler's definitely eating the mandible claw on Sunday, right? Well, I could get behind that at least. Yeah. I feel like that's, I mean, that's HBK's, a must. HBK's eating it, so why not Ziggler? <laughs> um, we might as well just do predictions. Roman and Braun, Alo, who wins? <sighs> Roman. Eck? Roman. Prep? Braun. I still think it's going to be Roman. I think the match is going to be at least entertaining, but I feel like the story that got us here has been less than lackluster. Remember we were excited way. after SummerSlam? Yeah, and now I, I couldn't be less excited. <laughs> that was two weeks ago. And prep, Seth and Dean versus Ziggler and Drew Galloway. Who walks out the tag team champs? Uh, Ziggler and Drew Galloway. Ziggler Galloway. Deck. My boys, Shield. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go with the Shield, too. I'd like to see them walk out with with each of them with a belt. Um, Moving on to the women, Becky versus Charlotte. We only had – Charlotte had a match. Who did she even have a match against? I don't remember. That's right. Uh, How bad (laughs) – 
how bad is Sonya Deville doing the punches in front of like the strobe light? I like that. Do you I really? Like I, that. I think it's like so awkward looking. No, it is, but I like it. I just think it's awkward that nobody reacts. I've never noticed it before. Probably because anytime her and Mandy come out, I'm fast forwarding it. You, but, need to be, you need to put that in slow motion. But I had it on. I had it on, and I saw it, and I was like, "This, yeah." One, nobody's reacting. Two, it just looks awkward. It. I was cringing watching it. Now, see, when it comes to her entrance, I cringe when she does like the whole, the way she enters the ring, like with the ropes. She yeah. goes back side to side. She does that like real quick side. Yeah, to side. I hate that. I'm like, why are you doing that for? But the whole um, strike motions with the lights. I like that. All right, so I'm in the minority. Right <laughs> I, I can accept. Maybe I'm wrong about it. Um, I feel like Becky has to win this Me too. But I feel like she's not going to Prep, I know you are Arguably the biggest Charlotte fan on the panel Like what, what are your feelings On this whole story And where we're at right now Becky needs to win As much as I Like Charlotte, I was excited to see her But it was still Becky always needed to win So she definitely needs to take this win on Sunday Do you feel like you would have always felt that way, or do you feel like you feel that way only because of how good it has been going with her making the turn? I feel like the story was always her winning the title, so this was just a small detour, and it kind of added to her character and really helped her because how exciting was she really before this? You know, she made jokes, she talked about quinoa, and we thought that was funny and all, but now this serious side of her is just so much better. Agreed. Uh, Eck, you're another Charlotte Mark. How do you feel about how do you feel about one the story they're telling, and two, what do you think should happen at Hell in a Cell? I feel I feel that the story is good. I feel bad for both girls, more Becky, that this show is taking place present day or in SmackDown because I have no interest in watching SmackDown. <laughs> I get bored. I just want to fast forward it. Um, I hope and pray Becky wins because Charlotte is going to be borderline. And, you know, we're all fans of Roman here, but she's borderline Roman territory. You're a fan of Roman, Mm. too? I'm a fan. (laughs) (laughs) Halo? Even more after SummerSlam. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, similar to AJ, this is the best story that they're telling. But... Even though Charlotte did, Charlotte did end up having a match, I don't think they have like enough time together, like those two. Like, I like what Becky did back um, post-match, post-match against Charlotte. But at the same time, giving Charlotte that win at SummerSlam, it kind of like... It kind of like boosted her up because it gave her the seven-time total championship record from tying with Trish, so that kind of boosted her up a little bit. But I'm in the boat with you guys. I think Becky has to win here, and I think she will. But this is also announced for Super, Super Showdown too, so because that's necessary. Well, that'll be the third match for them, like in this series so it kind of makes sense that they would go to it they have to sell that arena out so i can see why they're um, selling all these matches now they're kind of stepping on their toes for us but (laughs) that's only because the internet exists like this stuff is only supposed to be um how do you say this stuff is only supposed to be advertised in australia but since the internet exists (laughs) we all know yeah yeah Well, um, when we get when we don't when we finish the women's segment at the end, I have something I want to say about the internet. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I feel like Becky has to win. I. It's the most interesting she's been. 
it's the most interested the crowd like the crowd has always I think supported her to a degree like everybody likes her but now the crowd is actually there's emotion about her they're invested in her they're not just cheering her because they like her they're they actually enjoy what's happening did you notice Charlotte like being too like baby face or her entrance so they can try to get Becky booed yeah like she she never gives anybody um, handshakes and stuff on her entrance, but she did that this week on SmackDown. She was doing her best Bailey. Yeah, person. so yeah, I was just gonna say she <laughs> yeah. wanted to be Bailey. So yeah, yeah. So I was like, this is strange. Like, are they really doing that trying to get, trying to get her like sympathy? So when Becky does attack her after the match, Becky will get booed. But like I said, no, like you've said, like we said for weeks, nobody's gonna boo Becky at this point because she hasn't been interesting, and then she needed this. Yeah, it's it's like when and laugh. We all know Laugh didn't like this, but Ooh. when Triple was in the Rumble and he did the suck it and he ended up, you know, ending up winning the championship instead of Roman, everybody in the crowd liked it. And you're not supposed to like him. You're not supposed to be cheering for him. And that's kind of how it is for Becky now, only I think she might be more loved by the crowd than probably Triple H was at the, by the crowd at that time. Uh, but I, I think she has to win. I think it's like it's interesting. It's different. They're doing something with her they haven't done before, and I think she deserves the title. She hasn't held it in, what, almost two years? I think they said mm-hmm. it was two a two-year yeah. anniversary two years since she won it. Mm-hmm. So my prediction for this is going to be Becky. I'm, I'm praying for Becky. Becky. Prep, you think Becky as well? Yeah, for, for sure. Clean sweep for Becky Balboa. Unless something crazy happens in the SmackDown Hell in the Cell match or – um, if not that, something with the WWE title picture. If Becky don't win, skip it SmackDown next week. <laughs> um, so the only other women's thing I got is uh, Alexa and Ronda. How are we? How are we feeling about this? Because I'll say two things. It will. I will never not love when Alexa is running away from Ronda. <laughs> And I really just think Ronda's selling is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and her hair. Yeah, I, I really I, I enjoyed the hair. I pop every time she does something crazy. Her like, hair. I loved her backstage interview on Monday afterwards. Her all sweaty, her makeup running. She looked worn out. You know, she just took a beating. Time, I feel like she really sold time it. Time out. Mm-hmm. We're on another topic. I may have sent this to you guys. So we've all seen online. This is for all our listeners. Everyone can relate to this. You ever seen those videos? You're scrolling on like your Facebook or your like your Instagram or your Twitter feed, and it it's got like an interesting like still image and a caption. And I didn't even realize the page that posted it wasn't wrestling related, and it was the picture of Ronda with her makeup running, and she's like, it was like a a crying emoji, and it says, "Oh." She really is good at talking. And I'm like, oh, wow, I must have fast forward this. Or like, I don't know if I was helping with the kids, but like, I didn't see this part. And I clicked it, and then you get the porn, porno audio in the background, live in living color at work. It was pretty <laughs> embarrassing. Pro- so, probably four people heard NSFW, it. not safe yep. for work. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I like this segment. What, do you, what, do you, what are you guys feeling about this match? It doesn't need the porn audio in the back. No. But uh, the match, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to it too, because you know this is kind of like place a placeholder just to get to that Nikki Bella thing. But do y'all feel like that match was super? That tag match was long, and like, it's like I love Ronda and Alexa, but I kind of want it to be over right now. 
Well, it will be after this thing. Yeah, and, and Alexa just um, mimicking her opponents is always great. I did like her doing the the strikes, Tony Ronda, but I, I'm ready to move past this. When Ronda got tagged in and she immediately ran to the corner and tagged out, yeah, like I enjoy that stuff. Yeah, because this has been a three month thing, basically. Prep, are you still in on the Ronda Rousey experiment? He's over it like he's over Dean. <laughs> no, I'm I'm still in it for now, but they're losing me. So it, it's slipping, is what you're saying? Yeah, she, her promo in the back, we didn't talk about it. Was awful. No, oh, you didn't like she, it. No, she clearly was like she she needs to hide the fact that she's reading off a cue card because you could clearly see her eyes moving. Like, like if she was reading, I didn't like it, and I think it it was too fake for me. Like it 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 wasn't believable. She sounded corny. See, I was distracted by everything else. Like I was distracted by how tired she looked. He just wants to pick her. Butt. I was distracted by <laughs> yeah, like her her eye makeup was all smudged, and I was like, oh, I really believe that she just got her ass kicked. And I think I probably wasn't even paying attention as much to the execution of the words. So I may have to go back and look and see if I think it's as bad as you did. Uh, I mean, clearly Alexa's going to win, correct? Or, I'm sorry, Ronda's going to oh, win, yeah. clearly. Okay. Ronda's definitely winning. But the the other thing that bothered me about mm-hmm. that segment, or the, the thing that bothers me about this whole thing is as much as I want her to learn how to sell, she really shouldn't be selling for Alexa because she's the superior athlete. So I don't know how they sell this again on Sunday. I think she either wins in dominant fashion again or she's dealing with more than one person. Yeah, because you have to assume um, Mickey and Alicia Fox will be out there and she'll probably have Natty out there with her. And who knows, maybe the Bells even get involved. Oh, the Bellas, the new savvy vets, by the way. I don't know if you guys caught that. (laughs) I didn't catch that. I did not. On, yes, they were they, they were referred to as the veterans. Uh, I, mean, you know, you know, I do remember that now, bro. They were on both shows again. Bree was. Bree was. Oh, that's right. Uh, but it's different because on. she was wearing the Seattle gear. That's so true. The Seahawks not, gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not the, in the black. The and two red. faces of Brie Bella. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Prent, you're what you got, Rhonda. Yes. Alo, you got Rhonda. Yep. I got Rhonda. X got Rhonda. Four's a party. Clean sweep on both they women's matches. They could do it, right? They could do Alexa, but they really have to try hard to sell it. Yeah, I just don't think they're ready to take it off Ronda. Yeah. Um, Unless they want to swerve us and Natalia, Natalia screws her. <laughs> yeah, because I think that, that needs to be a match for the title, too. If, even if she doesn't screw her, I, they, those two have to feud, I yeah. think. And I did pop for the heart attack in that tag. Match. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. same. same, I same. same. That, 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 that was so good. That, yeah, that definitely needs to be talked about. I wish the match was over right there, but it wasn't. But <laughs> I did pop for that. Especially if you considering Aaron brought up that the match felt like it was long. That that I mean, what else needed? Yeah, that's to the one thing I, I do. I do like. I did appreciate. <laughs> but Randall, Randall just wanted to chime this in. I do think. And except for like the Charlotte feud, but I think like right now, if Ronda's not going to have the title, I think like what else interesting is there for her to be involved in? I think her getting screwed by her legitimate friend, it would be a feud that doesn't need the title. 
I agree. It doesn't need it. I would like to see Natty be in a title feud, but you're right. It would be interesting without it. It's interesting on its own. Now, I'm going to talk about Evolution real quick, but I'm going to go I'm gonna go off of what you guys talked about real quick. Now, if Natty did call her the title, it would kind of make sense to do it at Evolution if she does face Nikki Bella because the whole Total Divas thing and Natty's friends with the Bellas, you know, that'll fit. And I, I don't know if you've seen, but um, allegedly the Evolution card got leaked. Hmm. I don't know if you've seen it. I didn't. Okay, so um, fans, if you got, if if you're under a rock and haven't <laughs> seen this anywhere, fast, or if you're me, yeah, <laughs> fast, but we, we understand you. Cash. <laughs> you avoid this stuff. I do. But fast forward about five minutes. So <laughs> the lead card is Rhea Ripley versus Jenny versus Killer Kelly versus Dakota Kai for the UK Women's Title. Okay. There's a special announcement segment. Our, our Carmelo talk show, the Ladies of Glow segment. The Riot Squad versus Sasha, Bailey, and Ivory. The May Young Classic final. Uh, if, I'll leave that blank for you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, twenty a twenty women's battle royal to determine who's going to face Kyrie Sane. Oscar versus Ember Moon. Naomi versus Melina. Mickey versus Lita. Kyrie Sane versus the winner of the battle royal. Alexa versus Trish. Alicia Fox and Kelly Kelly versus the Iconics versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville versus Beth and Natalia mm. for the women's tag titles. Beth, Becky that's Lynch. for the women's tag titles? Yes. And Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. I guess that's a special. That's what I figured, but I guess I didn't yeah. read yeah, 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 it. Yeah, that's what I thought too, <laughs> but we'll see. And Becky, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte for the women's title and Nikki versus Ronda for the world women's title. Now, they're having a hard... Well, they're not having a hard time selling the tickets because, you know, that's the... The tagline they throw out there to get you to like hit, hit click is basically clickbait. Right. But with that card, do you think is this, is this what you want? Because when this first got announced, we were all excited. I pers- I thought that for you to like not sell the park, you kind of got to have your best match, your best matches on the show and knock it out the house. Now there's matches on this car or on the supposed card that I think that can knock it out the mm-hmm. park, but. It's a little underwhelming to me on, on, on paper, but not on paper. It, it can be different when it does happen. So, how do you guys feel about this card? So, I don't, I don't like it. I sent, I sent a message to Prep and Aaron because they're making claims mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago that they would be going. So, when I read this card. I was like, "Geez, now I'm happy. I, I have no interest <laughs> in going there." Um, there's some of like the lower card stuff on there that seems good, like kind of how it is. Yeah. A critique to me, one, I have no interest in seeing Nikki Bella versus Ronda Rousey. Um, now, I know I know the thought process on her being like a, you know, she's going to she's a nominated for some award show, this and that. She's she's in the public eye. So maybe that's why they want that match. But like you know, maybe I'm a smart fan. Maybe I'm like an indie fan. I don't know what it is, but I would rather see. A Ronda Rousey versus Natalia match there, like not even like I wouldn't want the screw job to happen there. I think that match would be good. Or if anything, commentary kind of alluded to it. I still stick with the idea that Ronda's going to retain. But if Ronda was to get screwed, and then you get Trish Stratus challenging for a records, you know, seventh or eighth women's title against Alexa Bliss, I think that makes that match more enticing. That match already seems good. It doesn't necessarily need the title, but it would be even better with the title to it. And then if you get Ronda in a match that is going to get people invested. Yeah, I, I don't like it myself. 
because so, oh, go ahead. I, I, I guess to run for you to I, I, I mean continue, but mm-hmm. also a, a question to you and prep too because I know you guys know more in depth a lot of Ronda's career. Like we've seen her in a few matches in WWE, but is Nikki versus Ronda Rousey? Extremely underwhelming to you as well, or does that seem like oh, okay? If I'm going to see her in a WWE match, that's someone I want her to face. No, like if, if you look at Ronda as she was known as the baddest woman on the planet, she was killing everyone for whatever it was two, three years, four years maybe. So Ronda was this like legend. Now, granted, she got really knocked off her pedestal. In those two fights But she she's coming into WWE Being sold as What she was Before yeah. she lost yeah. Those two fights So but no she still drew <laughs> She would still draw To this day If she was still fighting Oh yeah she yeah. Heard, she The loss did nothing No um, But yeah But But No Nikki Bella is not somebody I feel like I need to see Ronda against The way WWE views it Is oh well Nikki is like a legend So K-Fan. We'll do it Yeah But she's not a match yeah. for Ronda Rousey. To me, if you're going to do this and you're going to make a big deal out of it, you should really go all out and and tell your stories building up to it, not just have it be something you're just throwing together. But that clearly is what they want to do. They want to get old names on it. They want to get all the big names on it. And it's not – it's another thing that's not real. Yeah. Like, come Monday, most of it isn't going to matter anymore. Yeah. So – that's kind of how I feel about it. I'm not happy with it. I think they could have done a better job. Prep. Yes. Thoughts? When it, on the card, I mean, I still want to go if Ayla wants to go. <laughs> I have to work, so I can't the next day. So that's not, that's not going to happen. But, um, I mean, the world must have heard that we weren't going. That's why nobody's buying tickets because we are the draw. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I As, will say. Go ahead, Prep. As far as the card is concerned, it is what it is. I hope it's not real, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, but what am I going to do? Th- then I won't watch it if I don't like it, right? That's yeah. what we're supposed yeah. to do. Because, right. yeah. like, now, now, like, it's underwhelming to me because there's things, like, this is supposedly supposed to be a thing of, like, of some, like, dream matches. Like, the one thing I'm not happy about was Mickey James versus Lita. Now, that was Lita's last match. Well, yeah, that was her last official match. Before she came back a couple times, and I get it. It's like, like uh, going back to dealing with old stuff from the past. I get that, but I mean they're doing that for a super showdown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I get that. It's but a theme right now. I get that, but my thing, my thing is, you're bringing Lita back. Get, ha, have her face one of the young, the younger, younger woman. On her versus roster. Bailey. Her versus Sasha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Something like we could at least like pop for. Not something we saw ten years ago. Uh, what else is on here? I think the UK title match, I think that'll be really good if it does happen. The Riot Squad versus uh, Boston Hog with Ivory. I'm not interested in that unless Ivory comes out in slacks. <laughs> oh. I, back. I actually, and, you know, despite Ivory being in her mid to late 50s, I almost rather see Ivory versus Ronda than <laughs> Ronda versus Nikki. Yeah, and Oscar versus Ember Moon, no matter what, I could watch that all the time. Because those, those matches are always fantastic. Naomi versus Molina, I would be into that. Uh, I hope Kyrie. I hope Bianca Belair wins the battle royal and she faces Kyrie same for the women's title. And like we said about the whole um, Nikki and Ronda thing, it's kayfabe. You know, Nikki was the longest reigning Divas champion in history. You can, and you can kind of tell they're building her up to get back in ring shape because she was in the ring of Ruby Riot 
Yeah. This past week on Raw. But it's under woman on paper, but it may deliver, especially on on the way who's the way they go, on the way they go, they'll produce it. If they let them go out there and put on a show and not just su- not, not supervise them, I think it'll be a big deal. But also, I think if if they come out of it with like three or four moments, yeah, that's all they're really yeah. looking for. Random question: um, Read back. So the tag match is Natalia and Beth versus who? Uh, Natty and Beth versus the Iconics. Alicia's oh, a four way. Yeah, Alicia Kelly Kelly. And Mandy and Sonya Deville. And I, w- I would assume the Iconics win there. The Boston Hug connection, they're in a six-man. Yeah, with Ivory against the Riot Squad, hmm. according to this. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. What's the hard, that? If, that, if the titles are on it, the most like, confusing thing already is, like, there's, like, two, not even part-timers, like, two just one-offs. Right, who aren't going to be there anyway yeah. afterwards. But they don't. <laughs> But they don't. We don't know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Beth could come back. Yeah, it's the twenty eighth. Right. Okay. Uh, Prep. Joe and AJ. Always like to go to you first when we're talking about Samoa Joe. Give me, give me your feelings. So you know he likes Samoa. I do know that. Yeah, he is Samoan. <laughs> <laughs> How great was the bedtime story? Awesome. I thought they did a great job. Like whoever wrote that whole thing. If I had one complaint, and this is me just because I'm I'm a wrestling fan, I have to complain. The artwork for <laughs> the book looked like a 2012 Instagram picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's how far they've gotten. Yeah, but besides that, I thought I thought the script for Joe was great. I thought AJ's empty arena promo was decent. And then Joe's delivery as always. And the ending with the picture of like him, the cartoon yeah. of him with AJ's wife and kid, mm-hmm. that was fantastic. Awesome. They they really have fallen in love with the empty arena pre pre show promo. They did one with the Miz last week mm-hmm. and Maurice. Now one with AJ this week. Is that the new words on the screen during a promo? <laughs> we got that every week for like four weeks. Remember how awful empty, that was? It was terrible. The empty arena promo is way better than the words on the screen. So nobody's going to bring up AJ's dad jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> well, I, I was waiting for you as the resident denim expert. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I talked to Prep earlier when I was on my way to the beer store, and I told him not to watch SmackDown. He's like, did you actually watch it? I was like, yeah, I fast-forwarded through the commercials. I saw on Instagram the book. I obviously must have fast forwarded through this too because I didn't see any of it. It wasn't long. You would have. You would. Their segments. Now, I mean, HA segments are never long. Why are they doing him such a disservice? I don't know. Arguably, the greatest wrestler alive at it today, the WWE champion, the biggest draw on their show. He's good on a mic, and like they give him like three minutes tops. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing with them. They don't know how to do it. Uh, this should be a Hell in a Cell match. It's just really annoying yeah. that it's not. But there's a better one coming, and it's going to main event the show, and you guys didn't talk about it last week. We're not Wait going to right now either, Joshua. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Uh, so who wins? Ugh. Samoa Joe needs to win. Joe, Joe needs to win. He needed to win last last time. I'm going too, with Joe. I'm going with Joe. I'm going with Joe too because I want it. And, and it's funny because I've been the one saying every single week like we're going to see AJ with the title till January. Yeah. It, if he doesn't lose this Sunday, then 
I, I, there's no point in watching any of the SmackDown WWE title picture because it's just it's staying with them. I mean, yeah. it's just focus on in January. Well, well, Joe can't win in a Super Showdown. In right. <laughs> Prep, who do you got? I got Samoa Joe. And that Super Showdown match is supposed to be a stipulation match, I think they said, right? I didn't see that. I think yeah. I think when so. I first saw the uh, the promotion for it, that's what it said. You know what? I take it back. AJ wins. Okay, so we got three three against one this this time. Because listen, you guys are gonna love this, and you guys know I could care less. But at the Super Showdown, the Miz is gonna become the number one contender for the WWE title. So ain't no point in putting the Miz against and Joe. I, I don't know, but if nah, he's not going to win until January. Maybe he'll win it at the Rumble, but he ain't going to be winning it right away. Right. AJ's going to win. And we got to wait for Joe to finally get a title. Uh, New Day facing off against Rusev Day. I'm very happy that I'm they won this. I'm looking forward to this. I think this is going to be a fun match. I'm so happy it wasn't the bar. I didn't need to see the New Day in the bar again. Well, you'll see it at Super Show. Oh, God. <laughs> I really enjoyed uh, Kramer Kingsman. Yeah, I did backstage. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> Kofi Johnson prep. Kofi Johnson. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm happy that they they got a title shot. As much as I love the new day, I really would love the that Rusev day to end up winning the titles. But so not going to happen. Well, here's my thought on it. We talked about it all the time with the Fashion Police, and we dubbed Rusev day as the the new Fashion Police or the new Golden Truth. Remember when the New Day first went to SmackDown and got the titles, and then they lost them right away? And we're like, all right, you know what? They're just going to keep winning the titles and dropping them. I wouldn't be surprised if they give everyone that feel good moment. I mean, Rusev has been hot for nine months. Also, it gives the New Day an opportunity to get like another title reign to add to their resume. What are they, five time right now? Yeah, I'm interested because Booker T's gonna be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> I oh, so good. But um, yeah, they're actually telling a really good story with Rusev Day right now because Aiden taking all the bullets. Yeah, for yeah, Rusev. Yeah, well, not, not, you might you might have you really easily forgot Rusev was in a WWE Championship yeah. match this past summer, and Aiden cost him that title. Then a few weeks few weeks after that, he cost some matches, but he's redeemed them. He's totally redeemed himself. <laughs> And they, he, like, he's the one who actually got them in this tag team title tournament. And now they're going to face New Day for the tag title. So they're kind of actually telling a good story with Rusev Day. And I really want them to win. I really do. I, I do too. Prep, what are they're your not thoughts? Gonna, they're not going to change all three titles. So I think this is the one where I have to say that Kofi Johnson and <laughs> Apollo Cruz wins. Who was that that did that promo and called him Kofi Johnson? <laughs> Jimmy Johnson. I don't know. Some white was some NASCAR race car driver. Oh, really? NASCAR guy. Yeah, Prep sent me the video last week of whoever the NASCAR driver was calling him Kofi Johnson. Well, funny thing is I have a co-worker named Kumi Johnson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is this somebody I've met at like a, an no. Halo party? Okay. No. Um, so Rusev Day or New Day? Well, all the titles can't change hands, so. Well, yeah, I'll pick New Day. New Day for me. Prep said New Day. Where are you at, Eck? I'm definitely going with Rusev Day. Well, I hope you're right. Uh, 
Brie Bella and <laughs> Maurice in the main event of SmackDown. Like, come on. And then court, they kept pointing out the first time in eight years that they went one, they wrestled each other on SmackDown. It should have stayed that way. Yeah, it should have. <laughs> it really should. Uh, and they have literally done nothing with this. No, they haven't. It's it's a total flop. Really? Hasn't been entertaining. Yeah. It hasn't been interesting. They haven't tried to make it interesting or entertaining. Bree is a ring general. <laughs> Any prep as. As you all know, mm-hmm. I am a huge feminist. Mm-hmm. These ladies just gave birth to <laughs> children in the last year, and they look great. They do look amazing. It's that is ridiculous. fair. Yeah, you would never know. <laughs> oh man, I, I, I forgot to take the notes of what Corey Graves was putting over Maurice. <laughs> I forgot what he said. Uh, former former women's champion, mom of the year, something like that. Five, five months post, post birth. I don't want to talk about this anymore, so we might as well just do our predictions. I'm going to take <laughs> Daniel Bryan and Brie. Daniel Bryan and Brie. This will be Daniel Bryan's win, and then he takes a loss at the showdown. Alo. Dan, yo, <laughs> Brian. Spot on Brie promo right there. And Brie Bella. <laughs> Prep. Maurice and Mike. <laughs> Mike. Uh, Randy Mike. and Jeff. Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy. I will not allow a conversation <laughs> about this. So This is the main say. event. <laughs> this is the main event. I oh. swear it is. Tell me because Prep actually made a watch the show. Is this just me or was, their mat- was Shinsuke and Jeff's match really good this week? I, I was cooking. I didn't care about this match. I have no desire to see Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, I'm I, I'm on the egg boat this week. I saw this. I was like, click. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was heating up dinner and I, and I saw like the the spot where he ran ran on the uh, the the barricade. barricade. Yeah. And, and did that splash with Shinsuke? I was like, "Damn, I don't really want to watch that again." <laughs> yeah, I saw a little more. I was like, well, Gosh. so this actually made you rewind SmackDown. Rare, yeah, wow, rare. When I, when I saw this for the U.S. title and stuff, I'm, I was just like, you know what? I know exactly what's going to happen. Oh wait, that match was for the title. Was it for no, the title? No, it wasn't because Jeff mm-hmm. won. He won by by DQ, didn't he? I don't know. I didn't see that ending. Pre- I was I was heating up a second bowl. Yeah, because um. Randy, Randy Orton, right? yeah. Yeah, he interfered. Yeah, so, uh, so I was like, I knew exactly how this was going to end. Click. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny because when I was when I was heating up my food, I was like, you know what would be smart? Damn. God, now I feel really dumb if it was for the title because I was like, you know what? It would be so smart. They should make this match for the belt, let Jeff take the belt into the cell like Roman and Rusev did, make the cell match matter more, make this whole feud matter more, some person might get interested. Nope. I, 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 I can tell you this person wouldn't have gotten more. Yeah, I, I can't watch. I, I can't. I can't watch this. I'm gonna steal the show. I've Randy been, Orton's gonna win. It's, it's for the moment. Jeff's gonna do something crazy. I, I get it. it. This match will be for the moment, but I've the main Jeff, event. You know what? I don't know where <laughs> there's, we. There's I, two things that you you pricks are rubbing off for me. One, this is it. I, I'll come up to the other one later on in the show, but. I normally I love when people do crazy stupid stuff in wrestling. I love when they take those crazy bumps. That's what got me into being a fan, you know, 20 years ago. But I'm like, man, I really hope Jeff doesn't do a swanton off the top. He'll die. I'm actually cringing like he's he's gonna you're, you're like that. me. Yeah. <laughs> And like prep gets that way too. I'm like, you know what? These You're gonna guys be like, like me, covering these, your eyes. These guys are uh, my eyes be open, but I'll be cringing. Mm-hmm. But listen, I went uh, to a uh, show with. 
I'll have a mouthful of beer I won't swallow yet. <laughs> I went to a show with about 20 people in the crowd, and two of the performers bladed. Wow. And you know what? I'm blading every match from now on. <laughs> you will never <laughs> never have a match without color. I'll never have a match without color ever again. Um, yeah. Oh, another thing. Like, mm-hmm. I've been down this since day one, and... God, I just don't care. If this was Randy versus somebody else younger or Jeff versus somebody else younger, fine. But I don't care about this. I don't. Agreed. Who wins? Randy. Eck. I'm guessing Randy because they obviously want to push them, and I still feel like they they got to have some type of grudge against Jeff, so I figure, you know, make him lose his first cell match. Yeah. Randy, prep. No, it's Jeff because it's the main event. You got to send the crowd home happy. <laughs> Fair enough. He's up to something. Uh, fabulous truth. <laughs> Another so week good. of excellent entertainment. They're very good. I'm happy that truth has been getting time consistently every week. He's getting to wrestle because he's good. I love his entrance <laughs> with Carmella. I, I think this is awesome. I, I'm really happy. I don't care if he wins matches. I I do look I did look forward to him this week when I saw Carmella. I was like, and she had the mic. It's true yeah, it's true <laughs> yeah. The fabulous truth. I don't know if WWE has called them that yet. So as far as I'm concerned, I have dubbed them fabulous truth. And another thing, the, the Zelina Vega 9/11 story that uh, I believe Prep sent in our group chat today. Very emotional. Got me even more invested sure, in her as like a human being. Uh, got all choked up about it. Uh, it was it was interesting to see. I had never heard that before, and you know, obviously thinking about people like her who lost loved ones uh, 17 years ago on Tuesday. Um, is anybody else really enjoying Chad Gable and Bobby Roode? Oh yeah, I am. I think how they work happy, so well together. And how ha- like I meant to mention this last week and I forgot. But when Chad Gable got the win last week, how happy and excited Bobby Roode looked when he came out from between the ropes. And he just seems so happy now. Seeing Chad Gable do the glorious, I think, is excellent. It's the, the, the only thing that's gotten me the slightest bit interested in Bobby Roode in like, since he's been on the main roster, really. Well, Chad Gable's excellent, so he, make, he can sell anything. But yeah. they do look good together. They do. I, I think they're great, and I hope they keep it up. Uh Triple H had his promo. <laughs> These guys love Time talking out. about putting someone down. Time out. I got to chime in on that real mm-hmm. quick. I think that whole the whole idea is stupid unless Jason Jordan has something to do with it. Reason being, I thought Chad Gable was so much better with Sheldon Benjamin. But to Aaron's point, it's because he's so he's good great. and can sell yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. I just wish, like, they should have just left him on SmackDown doing that. Let me agree. They it, were it, a good tag team. I mean, it's his third damn tag team since he's been up. Yeah, but it, it's made Bobby Roode worth watching for at least two weeks. Yeah, because even when I see his, his um, entrance great figure in the store, I just slap it down. Like, <laughs> Bobby Roode? <laughs> yeah. Because it's not glorious? It's not. Um, Triple H promo, again, nobody has to talk about this if they don't want to. I just know between him and The Undertaker, put you down has been a phrase that's been said like 40 times in two weeks. Again, I'll reiterate what I said last week. I don't care about this. It doesn't matter. They keep talking about it for the last time as if anybody was chomping at the chomping at the bit to ever see it again. So I don't care. It doesn't matter. You guys, it's your guys' floor now. I'm so, done with it. I just want to start with this first. My thoughts are 
very similar to something I was just mentioning about with the Jeff Hardy Orton thing, Orton, you guys rubbing off on me. Um, I, I love Triple H. I'm a fan of The Undertaker. Triple H is a heel or a babyface. If he's coming out, they got my attention. When they bring these part-timers back, typically, whether it be The Rock, Triple H, The Undertaker, I, I don't get mad. I don't get bothered by it. I actually typically get happy of it. This is the first. I mean, I'm finally. You guys are rubbing off for me. I'm like, oh my god, I don't care. <laughs> like I, you guys would always say, like, who cares about seeing these guys? And I'm, I like, I'm always like, well, I do. Like, I mean, doesn't everyone? Well, <laughs> doesn't everyone? But right now, I'm just like, geez, there can't be people that are, are excited for this. Yeah. Like I assume almost when they reach out to, like, when they reach out to Christian, DDP, Jeff Jarrett. McFoley and they, they got those promos. Like I hope some people, like some of them, were like, "Damn, I don't want to see this anymore." How, WWE, how much are you paying me to do this promo? All right, cool, I'll do it because <laughs> nobody can actually care. No. Uh, real quick, I know I hate to interrupt, Dale. I know you're about to <laughs> say something. You've been waiting. I got breaking news from Donovan the Lowdown Lloyd that nobody's going to really care about but me. Maybe prep a little bit. I'm very upset about this. Breaking news from UFC, BJ Penn returns to the Octagon to face Ryan Hall at UFC 232. BJ, please, <laughs> find a way to back out of it. You don't need to fight anymore. I, I can't watch it again. I forgot. I, I knew that. I thought you knew. I did not, and I, I wish I still didn't know. Uh, oh, I, I hate that. Go, go ahead, <laughs> Okay. For the listeners at home, Ron Pastor is clearly beside himself, if you could see him live in a living color. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as much as we don't care, the promos the last three weeks, they've been good, but we just don't care about it because you can't sell anybody Triple H versus The Undertaker. Now, you can sell The Undertaker because no matter how old he gets, he's an attraction, Like especially with his entrance, because that's like a, an attraction at, by itself. Now, I don't know if you guys have seen the report with... Michael's maybe coming back to wrestle because they have a Saudi Arabia show in November. In the report saying he's supposed to wrestle there. Is it going to be called the Greatest Royal Rumble again or no? Greatest, the, the second Greatest Royal Rumble. The Greatest All In, the Greatest Survivor Series, mm-hmm. the Fabulous Battle Royal, whatever they want to call it. But now I don't want to see him because I, I don't know if I'm sure next week we'll rub, it on, rub, rub off on Eric. We'll, yeah, he'll call him Michael Hickenbottom <laughs> next week. But I don't want to see the match. But I might be I might eat crow during the match because if there's anybody can get you invested in a match to show Michaels because right. he has that magic. But I don't want to see Shawn Michaels. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm willing to eat my words but because also, I do think by the end of the match I'll be in all into it. And also, like my same thing, like the idea, like the rumors going around, you get Shawn Michaels to come back to face the Undertaker. Well. We were just talking about we, we would like to see Randy Orton face a younger guy or Jeff Hardy face a younger guy. For the record, I wouldn't. I don't I, need to see Randy I, Orton. I, I know face you. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We would like to see Jeff Hardy against a younger guy. If, if Shawn Michaels is going to come back, I want him against AJ Styles. I want him against Seth Rollins. I want him against someone that I've never seen him face. I don't want him to face the guy that retired him ten years ago. I don't. I'm not interested in that. Yeah, you don't need like a uh, what are they called on the PGA the Senior Tour? Like you don't need mm. that. Not at all. Nobody wants that. Not Prep. Any thoughts on Triple H before uh, I get in, I get into something completely off of wrestling topics? I have zero to talk about Triple H. Okay, he's so. one of my favorites of all time. <laughs> thanks to Alo, 
and I do not want to see this match. Um, all right, so non-wrestling topic. I made a promise yes. to my co-hosts <laughs> and to our listeners that I would watch an episode of Chrisley Knows Best. Hey, Ronnie. And I, <laughs> and I will say that who produces that show? Ryan Seacrest? Is he a producer of that show? I'm not sure. He, I wouldn't be surprised. I believe he is, and either him or Todd himself knew I was going to be watching this week. <laughs> Because the, the most recent episode was about them starting a podcast <laughs> and about his mom playing basketball. So if they, they found the two things that were like my converging interest with podcasting and basketball. I was like, they definitely knew I was watching. They tried to appeal to me. I haven't um, seen it. <laughs> well, there's about to be a couple spoilers. First of all, Todd and his wife start a podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. I'm subscribing right now. <laughs> I don't know if it's still ongoing, but they did record their first episode on the show. Oh, God. Two, the, the two sons were playing basketball in the front yard, and the mom's name is Faye. Yeah. Faye is the best character on the show, <laughs> uh, to me, anyway. Faye said she used to play basketball back in the day, and they showed her, like, draining some shots on the, the hoop in the driveway, and she joined a senior women's basketball team. <laughs> I, I will say this. I, I can't take the accents. I tried to, to live with it, but Grizzly watches Faye play basketball like I watch the Sixers play the Celtics. He was so intense, so into it. And I won't pretend that it didn't make me laugh multiple times. I'll tell you what. Being that it was husband and wife, uh-huh. I thought you were going to say oh that Grizzly watches Faye play basketball the way I watch Mandy Rose's entrance. <laughs> no, no. no. Well, Faye is his mom. Oh, okay. Well, that's weird. Is, that's weird. My basketball team. The whole family went wearing Team Faye T-shirts, <laughs> and he was so intense about this game, rooting for his mother, uh, that it, it was like you guys saw me watch the the fourth quarter of Sixers Celtics after we recorded. Actually, you well, watched the whole game during, during. the show. You and a live reaction. That was how he was watching Faye play basketball. So I, I recommend watching. If you <laughs> like the show, you probably will enjoy this one. It, it was fun. So you like uh, my show? I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I can't say I'm going to become a weekly watcher, but I watched it, and it did make me laugh at least a handful of times. The accent does kill me, but he re- his sassiness <laughs> and... Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is up with their teeth? They all have the most giant teeth. She's, I don't know what color she even is. I don't know how much makeup they put. The daughter, I don't know. Her her and the the son, it's like she's almost like her skin is like gray or something or like kind of yellow. Not my type. (laughs) We we know that. Well, we know that. Yeah, but go go ahead, Prep. I'm sorry I cut you off. Trace. (laughs) Cash. Uh Uh-huh. You know I'm all about giving credit where credit is due. Yes. There was a big UFC fight this weekend. Mm-hmm. My least favorite fighter in the <laughs> UFC fight. I was hoping you would address this. I wasn't going to bring it up, though. Listen, this guy is an animal. <laughs> Doesn't mean I like him, but I want to say that performance was fantastic. Yeah, uh, and you, you already know I will forever have allegiance to him for being a part of numerous BJ Penn training camps, helping him get ready for bigger fighters. And uh, I think he helped BJ train for George St. Pierre. I think he helped him train for John Fitch. 
and he may have helped him train for Matt Hughes that third time they fought. I'll always have allegiance to him for that. I get why people don't like him, but yeah, I mean the dude is a is a, a super talented athlete and a really good fighter. Yeah, and if you haven't seen, you have to go to UFC's YouTube. Mm-hmm. They have this video where they they're like showing like everybody's team and their reactions to the wins and loss or <laughs> wins or loss. Yeah. So we we didn't see when he actually got the black belt on mm-hmm. TV, but on this video they show the the coach telling him like, "Oh, congratulations, you got your black belt." And he let out like this really high pitch like <laughs> <laughs> and it was so genuine that I kind of got choked up. I was like, man, I, I was like kind of happy for him. I had so, to give him. So it endeared you to him a little bit. A, a little bit because okay. it was it, it really was genuine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, it, it takes a big man to admit that. So I, I respect you for that. And I'm yes. proud of you for that. Um, yeah. Uh, so now what was I about to say? Oh. Do we have any listener questions? Crash, I need a Crizzly review from you every month. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the other thing that I will say is that show is clearly not reality TV. <laughs> that is so overly scripted, and it is so poorly acted. And that's my last thing on Crisley. Now, oh, what do we have for listener questions? So good. Uh, we are a question from Danger Russ D from MCA. Okay. Oh, God. Got to get myself together. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> It's funny that you didn't see it because as as I turned it on and saw like the little description for it, I was like, oh, Alo probably is no, hoping this it. is the one I'm gonna I didn't watch because uh, the part if it came if you watch when you watch Tuesday, I actually watched it this morning. I watched it okay. on, on DVR. Okay, because I know the Purge show came on after SmackDown, I believe. So that's probably why I didn't pay it anymore. All right, question from Danger Rusty: How is Ron? Handling his rights to Ricky Sanchez. Well, how is Ron handling his rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast fame? Uh, I'm handling it okay so far. I guess I might as well tell the story very briefly. Uh, one of the two hosts, Mike Levin, is a writer in L.A. He writes for a show on NBC called Trial and Error. He's Spike Eskin's co-host. I've had like quite a few interactions with Spike over the last year or so. Mike I had never had an interaction with. A show that he created that he's trying to get put on TV or some streaming service, he's been entering it in TV festivals around the country. He had one in Long Island. I made the trip up to Long Island on Saturday to watch the show. I got to meet him before the show as well as his parents. I got to talk to them a little bit after the show. And Mike and Spike gave me like one of the the most heartfelt shout-outs I could have ever expected on the rights to Ricky Sanchez, my personal favorite podcast, other than the two that I'm directly involved in. Um, they said what, uh, they basically said I was like a great person and I don't remember what else they said, but, uh, that ain't Russ, even kayfabe. No, I, I appreciated it very much. I figured at most I'd get like a shout out, like, Oh, uh, I appreciate Ron showing up. Mike Levin said my last name, right? Nobody ever does. I appreciated that, but yeah, it was really cool. So, Russ, so far, I'm handling it pretty well. I was, like, a little bit embarrassed by it, and I definitely had the uh, old-school Pash red face that you guys know so well <laughs> when I heard it. Um, 
But yes, I New have Nike th- boxer app. Yes, exactly. But yes, I have to thank those guys for the very uh, heartfelt, genuine shout out meant a lot to me russ just so you know how humble he's taking it he's got a new bumper sticker in his camry that says i got shouted out in the podcast <laughs> <laughs> but it's got like the abbreviation for it you know the the acronym i do <laughs> got it printed up today all right if you we got another question from sean klimberg if you were gm for raw smackdown what show would you choose and what matches would you make if I was the GM for either show, what show would I choose? Uh-huh. And which match would I make? I would choose SmackDown, and I would make... So after Hell in a Cell, when Samoa Joe is the champion, I would make the rematch that everyone has been waiting for, Samoa Joe versus R-Truth for <laughs> the WWE Championship. <laughs> Who goes over? R-Truth. <laughs> I mean, if Jinder Mahal could win the title, R-Truth at least deserves it. Sheesh. Hey, former NWA Worlds champion, yes. R-Truth. Worlds. And I hope I lived up to my gimmick with that, with yes. that booking. Yes. Wow. I, I, I got to run with that next just because since Aaron brought it up. Um, I would take Raw because it's the longer show. Um, I made this statement for years on the show I would not just make a specific match but every week there would be something going on with a title if a title is not being used we're finding out a number one contender whether it be a fatal four way a battle royal some type of match not necessarily just smackdown tag team tournaments yeah. <laughs> every other couple weeks we're gonna be doing something we'll be shaking the pot but the titles will be on the show they'll be in talks besides that Triple H is more on a hand in Raw. I would have Triple H invite Cody Rhodes so he could challenge for the NWA World's title. <laughs> That's good. On brand for you as well. <laughs> uh, before, I, no, go ahead, answer the question. Oh, I have something I need to throw in that's not related to the question. I, I don't want to talk. I don't want to disrespect the question. So <laughs> no, yeah, the question Aaron's no, got no, a banger. No, I, I don't actually. That's what I'm trying to think of. Oh, well, if you want me to stall some time, go stall some time. I just wanted to tell you the title of the episode of Chris Lee I watched is White Nannies Can't Jump. <laughs> I figured you would appreciate that. <laughs> Prep, which show would you choose to be GM of and which match would you? book so sean you're a great guy but i'm not gonna answer exactly what you asked i'm gonna (laughs) switch it up i would be i would take over for regal okay and i would i would be the uh what is it the nxt nxt gm and i don't know if you guys know but nxt has the superstar madness I would <laughs> or, he, or no 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 He's the thinking man I forgot <laughs> You know you're not allowed To take your gimmick In, in NXT w- I'm the thinking man so, I would never I give would, them madness I would book the first Intergender match <laughs> In a long time for NXT And I would book Bianca Belair <laughs> The thinking man I will put her over Put in her over in a second match. <laughs> How do I lose the match uh, Ron, pick your poison. Whatever you're, whatever you're willing to take. No matter what, no matter what, she'll be on top. <laughs> I was thinking something like a triangle, or I'll sell. I'll sell a. Triangle. What about one of those leg scissors? I'll sell uh, leg scissors too. A Bronco Buster. A leg, <laughs> I'll sell a leg scissor. Choke. I will sell the hell out of a Bronco Buster. A hip attack. <laughs> leg scissor choke. It works for me. Uh, we know about your love for the hip attack. <laughs> 
<laughs> More than most. All right, so I would be GM of Raw. Thank I'm you. So for happy that, Brent, you, by the no way. one took 205 Live. <laughs> Thank you. I forgot all about 205 Live. But I'll be GM of Raw. And our besties. I would go to, I would, I would, first thing I would do is I would bring John Cena back. Perfect. And then to interrupt John Cena, I'll bring up my first NXT called the Velveteen Dream. <laughs> you will make the dream match happen. <laughs> yeah. Literally, the dream match. Yes. I love it. Yes. All right. Hold on. You bringing up 205 Live. <laughs> I'm sorry. But friend of the show, Leo Rush, was the highlight yeah, of Raw for yes, me. Excellent. I'm excellent. glad you brought that up. I forgot. I forgot about that, but he was great with Bobby Lashley. He was awesome. The best Bob Lashley segment since he feuded yeah. with Roman. <laughs> Wait a minute. And not to discredit that segment, because it was good, but is Drake Maverick still in 205 Live? He was there last night. Yeah, his explanation was it doesn't concern the other people what he does on Monday nights. <laughs> <laughs> He's broadening his profile. Oh my god! Did you guys hear the explanation or why? Like all these people? No. Supposedly, so Gulak was involved with the Shield beatdown yeah. last week. Mm-hmm. We got Leo Rush this week. We got Drake Maverick for the past two weeks. Rumor has it Vince McMahon is getting pissed off from paying these guys for one night of work. As he should. A week. So that's why he's mixing them up. I find that hilarious. He should be using them more, but. Like, I didn't know 205 Live was, like, the manager's brand. Yeah. And see, my thing was, I do like the fact that, like, the last few weeks we got Leo we got Leo Rush this past week and Drake Maverick because it kind of shows you the personality and they're not wrestling. So if you do want to see him wrestle, you can watch 205 Live, but you get, actually get a chance to see that personality. And we so, knew firsthand, like, that Leo has a lot more to offer than just flashy in-ring stuff. Yeah, because like, even on 205 Live, his first few weeks, they were actually great because I did catch those. He did a really good job. I thought it was really, really entertaining. And perhaps a big Drake Maverick fan when he was Rockstar Spud. And Rockstar Spud. So he has plenty of personality. So I do like the fact that he actually get personality out of these guys. Mm-hmm. All right. And we got a question from the Godfather, Joe Lafferty. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. I didn't watch anything this week. Good for you. Half proud of you. Well, <laughs> I turned it off. He <laughs> turned it off like 12 minutes into yeah, Raw, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. <laughs> I turned it off after they said some stupid hashtag about a yard. <laughs> <laughs> this stupid main storyline, in my opinion, is setting up Galloway versus Strowman for later. Do you agree? Maybe for Mania. Uh, it could be. Uh, I know uh, I... I'm just not interested in any of it at all. It doesn't feel like they're they're not even actually setting up the Hellenist or the not even actually setting up the match on the pay per view this week. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to say that they're setting up something as far in advance as WrestleMania. But sure, they could be doing that. But I don't I don't trust them to be thinking that far ahead at all or planning anything. The only thing they know that they're doing is keeping the WWE Championship or an AJ Styles to the Royal Rumble. Besides that, they're clueless. Right now, they're just negotiating with The Rock on how can he show up for Rumble and, or I'm sorry, Mania. And the Rumble. And the thousandth episode of the SmackDown Live. Yeah. I, I said this earlier in a prep before we recorded. And again, maybe I'm more hard on SmackDown than the rest of us. But how crazy, like, what are we, like, four weeks away from the thousandth episode? Yeah. Like, maybe I, I think of it differently. 
Prep, were you there for the thousandth episode live? Is that the one you were at, or you were at old school? I was, I was at old school. So, am I, like, I thought that thousandth episode of Raw was amazing. It was. Like, that was such a good episode. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm thinking, like, and I can't remember what was happening those couple weeks before it on Raw, but, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm real hopeful. I'm like, all right, maybe SmackDown will start giving us something good, get us excited for the thousandth episode, have people tune in. But it's like, I feel like they're wanting to do the complete opposite. They're getting no one interested, and then the episode's probably going to suck. Yeah. I remember I was excited Raw was going to three hours. <laughs> oh. You, uh, you guys were, weren't watching back then. How old were you? This is three, this is all, what, five years ago? All right. I, I was watching when it switched. Oh, you, oh yeah, yeah, you were, you were, you were right. Yeah, so I was excited. I'll for be it. honest. I thought it, it. I thought it could have some problems. Actually, here's a crazy question. Yeah, I, I thought, thought it did have promise. So when the thousandth episode of Raw happened, that was a three-hour episode, yeah, but it wasn't three, three hours every week, correct? No, no. After that show, it went three hours. Oh, that. All right, so that, that was, was a, one. Yeah. All right, so I thought it was just because it was a special. So here's a good, good idea or a good question for you guys. SmackDown. Is two hours Should stay two hours Let's Be stupid And Pretend that they're gonna give us a good Good episode of Smackdown Are you guys opposed to it being a three hour episode for that occasion? For a special Like one night only This is only gonna happen every thousand weeks Sure (laughs) (laughs) Because it'll be 999 more weeks before they do it again Hopefully So Sure I I could live with that yeah, I can live with it, but I, I I wouldn't be shocked if you had an announcement saying, "Oh, Smackdown will be three hours." Well, we did. Know. We broke the seal. We did three hours, so now it's a three-hour show. Yeah. I hope they don't do that. Yeah, even if it's a two-hour show, I have I have no doubt it'll be really good because everything's gonna be real fast-paced, so you don't everything won't be long-winded. Yeah. <clears throat> and the return of Push Fire Barry. Okay. <laughs> this one isn't. This is, isn't the best like the other ones were. <laughs> this is not going to make you pop while you're reading it? No. Okay. All right. He says, sorry, it's not creative, but it's timely. <laughs> H. Okay. HBK. Okay. Take her. All right. Push, fire, bury. Man, see, this is interesting. I am going to all right. We all know I have been saying for a couple years I don't want to see the Undertaker ever again. And you also all know that I believe HBK is no longer HBK. He's just the guy who used to play HBK on TV. It's, it, I'll give him this. It's at least good because there's nobody I want to push. <laughs> I will Push H, and I know that makes laugh real happy. <laughs> you know what? I'll push H because he's going to push himself anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bury Michael Hickenbottom, and I will fire the Undertaker's ass. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Hopefully that was an enjoyable push, fire, bury. Um, so that was everything for listener questions? Yes. I all thought right. you were going to take longer. That was the exact order I had. <laughs> uh, all right. You ready for Stump Alo? Yes. All right. Is the prep edition queued up to prep? Yes, it is. While they're queuing both of those up, I have a non-wrestling related one for you as well. But I don't. So I'm not a Martin fan. So <laughs> I, I have an older gentleman I work with. Okay. Him and his wife 
have a nickname for me, and it's a character from the show. Okay. You got any guess on who it is? Hmm. You? Yes. It's... I, I think... <laughs> go for it. I'm trying what? to... I, I'm shocked I didn't say this to introduce you to him when you were at my job the other day to tell you, uh, have him tell you this. But my, I had scattered brain. I think it was with a customer. But I'm trying to think because I'm trying to think who you, who, who, to remind, who you remind me of. So keep in mind. So he's he's older. He's like in his early fifties. Okay. His wife has met me only at work and at a company party. Mm-hmm. So work attire. And me being me, plus I think the one first time she met me, I was probably drunk. <laughs> me being me, I was drunk. Uh, no, me being me, and I was drunk. But yeah, yeah. you're not bro, man. That's not uh-huh. true. Oh, and again, I don't know all the characters well. So Is it, was, was it? There was no hustle man, was it? Or am I thinking of something else? There was a hustle man. Okay. Yeah, that's not it, is it? Uh-huh. And again, if you don't, if you don't get it, I mean, I, I didn't know if you would. Pick I think it up I right. know who it is. Go ahead, prep. Is it Bob? No. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man, see, I don't know if this is good or bad. Uh, so, and I, again, I still, I've been meaning to look up the skit. Is Pretty Ricky a freaking character? Oh, he yeah. called you Pretty Ricky. That's my favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> I call myself that. <laughs> well, of course. Of course, you two would both be Pretty Ricky. Wouldn't have it any other way. Ricky Fontaine. <laughs> Ricky Fontaine. Ricky I guess he's he's been it. calling me this for like six, eight months. I, I he, see ne- it he now. never he never told me until like a week or two ago. He was laughing for like an hour. He's like, ah, I ain't tell you this, but he's like, every Saturday when I get home, you know, my wife when she makes small talk, she's like, How'd everyone do today at work? Oh, well, you know, everyone good. We were busy. I sold you know, I I was sold two kids, cars. What about Pretty Ricky? Absolutely, <laughs> I, I was like, man, no, I was like, I, I don't know if I'm flattering, so I, I don't no, know. because no, I can see it because your because you're, you're at work, so your hair is nice and, neat and stuff like that. <laughs> so yeah, I, I buy it. So Pretty Ricky, both of you are Pretty Ricky yes. now. Ricky Fontaine. <laughs> All right, so I don't know if he wants me to read this part, but I want to throw it in there. There are several parts to this, of course. And he made the statement, "I'm tr- I'm trying to stump him this week." <laughs> Um, okay, so at 2012 Night of Champions, Oof. the pre-show had a battle royal. Okay. Who won, and who did he throw out last? What was the prize for winning, and what was the ultimate outcome? 2012. Hmm, he may actually get me here. <laughs> 2012. Uh, it wasn't for the tag title, was it? No. 11, 12. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny that Prep said that right now. Like, like, wow, like, he doesn't even see what's happening. I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dang. Um, hmm. 2012. That was 20... What WrestleMania was that? The Jericho one? That was 28 WrestleMania that year? Let me see. I believe so. 
Did he say this was out of mania? No, not no, a chance. It was September. He's trying to, he's trying to reverse engineer this based on what year's WrestleMania. Yeah, because I know. Typical. No, because I know that year they had a bunch of tag team battle royals. It was WrestleMania the 28 okay. in 2012. You said nothing, nothing to do with the tag titles. Gosh. I'm trying to think who the champions in 2012 here. So that main that was Cena and that was no that wasn't Cena and Punk. Was that the main event Cena and Punk? No, oh, this show yeah. or of of that sh- the night champions. Prep, do you have that show pulled up? Yeah, it was uh, Cena and Punk. Okay. Oof. Damn, they got twenty six minutes for that match. Yeah, I remember that one was real long. <laughs> Ended in a draw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's something. Oh, no wonder Prep was snapping. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm sure it's something dumb. Uh, Co- Cody fought Ted DiBiase on that card, right? Is that accurate, Prep? Uh, no. That was 2011 then. Ah. Uh, This is a rare time where you're like not even. Uh, yeah, because one was a pre. You're not even like closing in on it. Yeah, because it was a pre-show. I'm trying to remember that because that was a rough year. Uh, he may have got me if it was a pre-show. Because <laughs> it was for a title shot, right? It was. There was a title that was ended up being on the line. In that battle royal? Not in the battle royal, but the winner ended up getting yeah. a shot at a title. All right, so U.S. title. All right, so 2012 Santino was a champion, am I right? Mm, that is not. Um, Probably my right. That's no, you're wrong. Who it is now? 2012. Am I allowed to tell him who's the champion? Uh, hold on. No. <laughs> because there's an extra credit portion to this, too, and that's not the extra credit. That's part of what Laugh wants ah, answered. Okay. <laughs> All right, you said it was for the U.S. title, right? All right, let me see. I was about to say good. Is that heel wife? <laughs> yeah, that's my best friend. <laughs> she can't hear that, but yeah. Uh, all right, so let me see. U.S. champion. That was, Santino was a champion. Cesaro was a champion. Okay. Um, so you've gotten two pieces of information out of this now. You've got that it's for the United States Championship. RVD? Cesaro's a champion. He won the title the month prior at SummerSlam, won the SummerSlam pre-show, so that's right. Uh, God, yikes. Um, so you need to figure out who won this battle royal, yeah. who they eliminated, and then what the outcome was of the United States Championship match. Well, Cesaro didn't. Cesaro won. It was an RVD. Christian? Think so. <laughs> Neither one of them are the person who was eliminated either. Okay. It's you. 
All right, I think laugh might have gotten me here. <laughs> yeah, there has to be. Your best friend got you shook her in the spot. Huh? Your best friend shook you in the spot. There's no time. She got you off your game. She did it? Uh, no, because it, it was on a pre-show that I'm not going to remember. But I knew so Time out. If he's really going to tap... If he's gonna tap out, we should at least spoil him and tell him who was the champion. I said this is always. He did say. Oh, he did get it. He figured that out. Yeah. We need a buzzer. <laughs> no, we have we have uh, the who wants to be a millionaire. Music. Did you tap already, Alo? I did not. I'm trying to remember, but I was gonna show you this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... Talking to you. All right, I'm gonna tap. All right. So. And I Zach Ryder. It. Hold on, hold on. Okay. I spoiled Damn, it too. Never mind. <laughs> Zach Ryder eliminated Tensai. Okay. In the pre-show battle royal, Ryder then wrestled Antonio Cesaro, who defended his United States title. Cesaro won. Um, his manager was some chick, Oksana. Oksana. <laughs> okay. So you actually got the the two extra credit parts right. You just <laughs> didn't get the actual question right. But all good things come to an end, and you had been on quite a hot streak. And we got to tip our cap to laugh for, for stumping you finally yeah. after weeks of trying. And I destroyed the internet numerous yes. times. So, Prep, what was yours? Okay. Are you ready? Yes. January 21st, 1993. <laughs> season 1, episode 17 of Martin. <laughs> Blackboard Jungle Fever. <laughs> was the episode where Martin talks about him falling in love with his teacher, his third grade teacher. Ah, oh, uh-huh. What was the teacher's name? Oh, my God. I forget. I forget this all the time. <laughs> I uh, if you're stumped in this, that's you're 0-3 for the night. The yeah. name, uh, just to give you a hint that chances are you probably aren't going to remember anyway. Remember those vignettes that he used to do from the radio station? Yeah. Okay, he used this name in one of those. And this it wasn't in that episode, but just to like it her name has been said multiple times. <laughs> God, what was her name? I'm 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 taking L's tonight. Ah. Uh. I forgot prep. <laughs> See what happens when we don't record yeah. in the office. I know. I, oh, wait, wait, hold <laughs> totally on. out of hold his on, element. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, it, was a, it was a tip of my tongue too. <laughs> Mit, does it start with a T? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Thomas. Miss <laughs> um, Trinidad. Yep. Wow. <laughs> All right. One for three isn't too bad yeah. when you started over. Well, two. Eric's not black, so I can't count that. Nah. I wouldn't expect Whoa! <laughs> you don't have Trav's going to fuck you up when he hears that. Leap <laughs> uh, out the effort. <laughs> uh, well, I guess that's the show for tonight, unless anybody has anything they want to mention. Nope. You want, if you want to learn how to destroy a, a company, check out Ryan vs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in yeah six days. for real. We got we to sell it because th- this week was fantastic. <laughs> Thank and tune into Facebook Friday night for leftovers. <laughs> yes, where I, I will reveal my uh, my topic for the following Monday. Yeah, the leftover thoughts of my left wing friend. Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for that, though. Uh, gonna do this real quick. Joel Embiid, you're invited on the show anytime. <laughs> LeBron James, same thing. 
Uh, five-star ratings and reviews on iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, Alo, do you want to move some merch? Yeah, what a maneuver on that to embrace the mess. All right, so that is the show for hey. – X- oh, go ahead, Prep. Go Eagles. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Playing in Tampa, right? Yep. Be an interesting Tough game. game, man. He he was cooking last week, so yeah. we got to be careful. Yeah, right. er- Eric didn't let me – he didn't let me forget. No? <laughs> yeah, Bucks are on fire. I'm screwed. <laughs> oh, you, you picked against them? I picked the Saints! I uh, told him to pick – Jameis out for three games. Right. The Saints in, 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 the, in uh, New Orleans. So in I just the, bought the back Pontiac Silverdome. I just, <laughs> bought, I just bought back in. Guess who I won't be calling for advice. No, no, that's Call Pash. He won last year and he didn't even oh, watch that's a game. True. Yeah, but <laughs> ask anybody. Luck. That was supposed to be a lock. Yeah, it in, was. In New Orleans, they're coming back. They got. They're mm-hmm. supposed to have a top defense. Twenty five percent of the pool was eliminated because right. everyone pulled pick the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's funny. Exactly. Um, so that's the show for F Two Fly Eric Trambicki, for Preptagon Junior Josh Prep Igina, for Mister Wednesday Night Live. We call him Alo. The ladies Let's call, call him Balo. Aaron Lloyd. I am Ron Pashery. And we will see you next week. Hop on the top rope, by the land with his elbow. Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. Fist of Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again, fans mocking man. Man, I hate my balls, shut the mission, man. It ain't shake the land off the cell. Fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome well. What I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell.